know, usually I have to read a news article and then read a medical text to debunk the claims of that news article. Yet, yet this time, Joe Biden and his administration's mandate and booster plan gets nuked from orbit by the FD fucking A of all fucking people. Just a big Death Star beam came down and went boom into your fucking plans, Mr. JB. Mr. Joey B. You know, usually, again, like, I would have to read, you know, some .org or, or .gov site. But not this time. Fifteen hours ago, folks, FDA voted against COVID booster shots. And Dr. Fauci's, well, he's got his panties in one hell of a goddamn twist. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your favorite ANCAP, James the motherfucking Madison. Actually, a picture of me with a beanie went out a little while ago, and... Someone said Jim Pool. Uh, it's kind of funny. Bit of a compliment, actually. That being said, without any further ado, him and Han, let's get into the episode of today. We got two articles here for you today, folks. And I'm not sure which one of these I want to read first. Do I want to read everyone's favorite Dr. Fauci? Or do I want to read the actual article? Dr. Fauci's got a big old stick shoved up his sphincter over the whole FDA. Long story short, the FDA has said that no one under the age of 60 should be made to get a fucking booster shot. And he's up in arms all upset about it. Go figure, the guy who hasn't seen a patient in about 30, 40 fucking years is upset that his his ever so accurate Medical advice isn't being taken to heart by the FDA. Seriously, who died and elect you, Jesus Christ, healer of mankind, Fauci? And in other news, I got my black belt. And the agent art of misdirection and confusion, Fauci. First article today comes from fucking Fox News. FDA panel endorses Pfizer COVID-19 booster for people 65 and older and high-risk patients. Oh, boy. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, advisory panel on Friday endorsed emergency approval for the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine booster shot at least six months following the second dose among among ages 65 and older, and those at high risk of occupational exposure to severe COVID-19. That severe virus with that 99.95% survival rate. Actually, a recent study showed that Democrats, or people on the left, think the mortality rate and the death toll of COVID is about five times that of what it actually is. Stay tuned to the end. I will read that fucking article. It's quite a interesting little survive. The vote was 18 to fucking zero, my guy. Zero. 18 of the most qualified 
certified people in the fucking field said, nah, fam, this ain't it, chief. That's a yikes from me, kiddo. Nope, not in hell. The vote was 18 to goddamn zero. The vote will now go before the FDA to issue final decision. The earlier or the panel earlier Friday afternoon voted to reject uh the decided to reject Pfizer's booster vaccine in people ages 16 and older. And the vote at at a vote of 2 to 16 during the deliberation panel members suggested older vulnerable populations may benefit from boosters, but note insufficient data among younger groups and concerns over potential increased risk of heart inflammation. Fuck you! Remember when I talked about causing blood clots and people about my age having fucking heart attacks and strokes? Here we go. Allow me to do the razor fist. Fuck you, I was right. 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 They're admitting... Everything we've been reporting on for about three and a half fucking months. This has been known information that gets people kicked off YouTube and other big tech platforms for talking about it. And yet here we are learning the goddamn truth of the fucking matter right now. It's curious how that fucking works. Again, the panel members suggested older, vulnerable populations may benefit from from boosters, but noted that insufficient data among younger groups and concerns over potential increased risk for heart inflammation, particularly among males ages 16 to 17. The committee was most recently charged with voting whether the safety and effectiveness of the data from Pfizer's clinical trial supported emergency use of op- emergency use authorization of the company's boosters booster dose among people 65 years and older and people at high risk for severe COVID-19 disease. The meeting included members of the FDA's vaccine and related biological product advisory committee, the VRBPAC, ABC, EFG as well as officials from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDSA, Israel's health ministry, vaccine experts, and Pfizer representatives. Dr. William Gruber, Senior Vice President of Vaccine Clinical Research and Development at Pfizer, noted Phase 3 trial data indicated warning for, uh, indicated waning, sorry, protection over time from 96% vaccine uh, efficiency within two months after the second dose to about 84% by six months. And amid the dominant Delta variant, while while protection dropped against infections, it remained effective in preventing hospitalizations. Ah, go back and read uh, a couple, or go back and listen to a couple episodes from the past. It's always in the description. I talked about this exact fucking thing before this Fox article came out. Mind you, this Fox article is only 10 hours old, and it is now the 20th, right as I read this article, it's just now after midnight. But about, mm, 
a week or so ago, I read these exact fucking numbers. Oh, well. I guess it's the mainstream media that takes a little bit of time to catch up to us independent boys, doesn't it? Ah. Goober cited evidence suggested suggesting reductions in efficiency owed to warning waning immunity over time as opposed to the Delta variant uh, escaping vaccine protection. Additional data suggested the third Pfizer dose would ramp up protection on par or better than the second dose. However, concerns were raised about the potential increased risk of myocarditis. The FDA panel reviewed in review included Pfizer's trial results with some 300 participants aged 18 to 55 who received the booster dose about six months after the second dose. To be clear, the role of the FDA and advisory panel in this case is to determine whether an additional dose can, cause, can be used, whereas an expert panel advising the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, the ACIP, will convene Wednesday to weigh who should receive the vaccine and who, following the FDA's final review to health officials last month, said this group would likely include healthcare workers and nursing home residents who were targeted in early in the earliest phases of the rollout. You know who targeted the senior citizens and nursing homes harder than the virus itself? The fucking governors who put COVID-positive youths in fucking nursing homes. Cuomo. Gretchen Whitmer. It goes on. But I've dunked in these two fucking feckless pricks plentitude already. And furthermore, an article I read on a different episode of this podcast went in about how the most people the most protection are people who either have natural immunity because they've already caught the vaccine, right? People who've already or sorry, people who've already caught COVID and had the antibodies People with natural immunity with the antibodies are far more protected than anybody with the vaccine. Second of all, people with the highest, like the highest, highest, are people who are vaccinated with one dose and have already had the virus. It showed in a study out of Israel that people who had the vaccine, one dose of, of the vaccine, after they had already caught COVID-19, they had significant immunity to future uh, reinfection as opposed to people who had never been infected with COVID-19 before but had two doses. On top of all that clown world shit, the virus again has a very high survivability rate. Make of this what you will. And I want you to keep in mind that I believe Fox News and Donald J. Trump are vaccine peddlers. They sell vaccines. They peddle it. Now, Fox will do a better news of getting the, the truth out there along with the vaccine, but they're still going to cherry pick and dance around it because all big tech platforms want you to get this vaccine. They all do. And let me tell you right now, the people, if they tell you that they're not a medical professional and you need to consult your doctor, those are the people who know the most. But when they just came out saying, you know, this and this and this, and the vaccine is this. They are the people who want you to take it, regardless of what consequences and side effects may be.
Now we're going to move on to another article here. From The Guardian, Fauci. FDA vote against COVID booster shots, not the end of the story. The advisory panel dealt a blow to Biden with the Friday verdict. Millions of deaths avoidable if vaccinations increase, advisors say. Suck my dick. Vaccinations among Latinos rise thanks to community outreach. A decision not to recommend a third booster shot vaccinations for most Americans, quote, is not the end of the story. White House Chief Medical Cuckin' Advisory Dr. Anthony Tony the Dumb Fuck Fauci insisted on Sunday, two days after the scientific panel appeared to turn the Biden administration's plan for, com- for combating the coronavirus on its head. Fauci also said he did not believe a million coronavirus deaths in the U.S. was inevitable, was an inevitability. Really, because he did say that. In the, you know, I kind of feel like it's shitty to bring up what he said in the very early stages of COVID-19. But this guy thought AIDS was airborne. So I feel like there's no amount of insults I can't throw at him. Uh, I just don't get how anyone hasn't fired him yet. Someone should really fire him. Fauci also said that he did not believe millions of coronavirus deaths in the U.S. was an inevitability, despite the Delta variant-fueled surges that last week brought a grim milestone of 1 in 500 Americans having fallen victim to the pandemic. Keep in mind, most of the deaths on count right now for COVID, uh, COVID fatalities are people who died with COVID but not because of COVID. Uh, there's a family who's been trying to take a hospital to court because they had a loved one who died in a car accident, but the hospital marked him as a COVID death or whatever the fuck. Ludicrous. We also have people who commit suicides who were counted as a COVID death, and they weren't. The near-unanimous vote on Friday by scientific advisors to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, who recommended, recommended against a routine third shot of the Pfizer vaccine was seen as a rebuke rebuke of Joe Biden, who announced that the third jab strategy, they're literally calling the third jab strategy, as a main plank of his six-pronged anti-COVID plan. This isn't going away. They've already officially declared it endemic, meaning it will be back It'll be a seasonal thing, and it'll go on for fucking ever. Quote, I don't think they made a mistake, Fauci told CNN State of the Union. But people need to realize that the Delta variant is coming in, literally on a daily and weekly basis. And they're going to continue to look at this literally in real time. It is entirely conceivable that maybe... And may be likely that ultimately the proper regimen for protection, optimal protection, and durability of protection would be more than just a prime and a boost following by three or four weeks. Jesus Christ, really? Three or four weeks and you want another shot? You fucking big pharma cock sleeve. 
that it might actually entail a third boost. I think people need to understand that this is not the end of the story. Because I need to make money and shill for big pharmaceutical companies. I hate Fauci. Studies have shown the most vaccinated Americans want a booster shot. The FDA panel did recommend providing them with uh, them for those over 35 over sorry fuck I am tripping over my words right now providing them for those over 65 and at high risk of contracting severe coronavirus or COVID-19 or COVID-SARS too pick your name and convention but experts are divided on the benefits of buying proposed proposal for a third shot for the general population while the FDA panels 16 to 2 vote is not binding, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention will consider it before making a final decision. In July, Fauci said he did not believe a third booster was immediately necessary. Remember, I just said he said something different earlier on, and I don't know, well, we already brought it up earlier this month. He happened, he appeared to be leaning towards it. Their decision, which I respect, is to go the way we just said. With some limitations on it, he said on Sunday, remembering that the data keeps coming in on a weekly basis, we're going to likely see an evolution of this decision. Which is him saying, yeah, I'm going to change my mind down the road, and I'm going to change it again and again, most likely uh, again and again and again as well. So, you know, things are going to start evolving. So if you want to come at me... While we said we're we're planning on doing, while we said we are planning to do this, it was always said in his official statements. <coughs> God, the voice. In the official written statement from all of us, including the FDA and the CDC, that it was pending and on the conditions of the examination of all the data by the FDA, it was always pending the evaluation of all the totality of the data from the U.S., from Israel, and any bit of data that we could get. They did that in a proper, deliberative process. And they came up with the recommendation, which I think are good recommendations. Fauci said the data, oh, that voice fucked me up. So the data was expected in the next couple to three weeks. Oh, you know, just 14 days to flatten the curve, you'll get the results. To enable the FDA to evaluate booster shots for the Moderna and the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, both of which currently administered under emergency use author authorization, meaning not FDA approved these ones. Not that the FDA ever meant much to me. With the death toll in the U.S. now past se uh, six, uh, 670,000, according to the CDC. Again, how many of those are actually people who just died with COVID, but not actually because of COVID? Fauci was asked about fears that it could soon reach a million. Quote, I don't believe that that is something that is an inevitability, he said. With our vaccines, which are highly infectious, 
Oh, God. Highly effective in the real world and safe. If we get the overwhelming proportion of our population vaccinated, we are not going to see that at all. There are 70 million people who are eligible to be vaccinated and who have not gotten vaccinated. If we can get most of those people vaccinated, the overwhelming majority... Ah, God, that throat, that voice fucked me up. Will not see any kinds of death that you just mentioned. Dr. Francis Collins, director of the National Institute of Health, the NIH, told CBC's Face the Nation he believed approval for the booster shot in the general population was still likely, and he accepted people were confused by the mixed messages from the White House and medical experts. Quote, It was very significant that the FDA advisory committee voted unanimously in favor of offering the booster shot to people 65 years and older and to others who have high-risk exposures, like healthcare professionals. So we are starting down that path, he said. Some of the data... Oops. Some of the data we're seeing coming in, especially from Israel, tells me that it's likely that they will get to that point. I know people were confused about different messages, but this is the way it ought to be. Science... Science sort of playing out in a very transparent way. Looking at the data coming from the multiple multiple places, our country and other countries, and trying to make the best decision for right now. That's what they did. Collins also said the high-risk group identified by the FDA committee could potentially include professionals such as teachers in regular contact with children under the age of 12 who are ineligible for the vaccinations. Yes, because they're also not carriers of COVID-19. In fact, the only kids we've seen die from uh, COVID were kids who already had super bad, either born with diseases that compromise their immune system, kids dealing with cancer. And there was another one. I believe kids who were asthmatic because it constricts the breathing. This is what COVID does when you actually experience it. And this I find very interesting because the episode from yesterday, I talked about how the teachers unions across America are actually pushing back on the COVID-19 mandate. And now this article with a quote from Collins is saying that specific thing about the teachers. Huh. Two and two makes sense, apparently. Quote, watch this space because the CDC advisory committee... Uh, I just have a fucking gnat fly in my face. Killed it. Watch this space because the CDC advisory committee on immunization practices will be meeting on Wednesday and Thursday, he said. Quote, that's going to be a very important thing for them to wrestle with. What exactly in, what exactly is included in that group of people with high exposure? And that is the end of this article. Hmm. And I said I would read that other article, and I'm going to. But I want to weigh in here with my speculate my speculation here. I think it's going to be voted down. I think the final decision is going to be reached, and they're not going to approve the Pfizer vaccine. And you're going to see how to get even more worked up. You're going to get a little bit more angry, and he's going to throw a little bit of a hissy bitchy fit. But the real thing here, right? Because if Trump was in office, you would not see a vaccine mandate being pushed. You just wouldn't. Yeah, that's not his bag. 
the government is working with major pharmaceuticals right now with the vaccines. And the merger of company, business, and government is ultimately the definition of fascism. Or should start calling it a fauchism at this point. But the reason I think you're starting to see such a big, desperate pull from the federal government is quite simple. They... Uh, they told these pharmaceutical companies that they would get these millions and millions and millions of numbers to them, right? And they're just not getting them those numbers. The numbers that they were told they would make off the vaccine, they're not seen because the people who got the vaccine got it. The people who wanted it got it. The people who don't want it aren't getting it, like at all. And you're seeing people all across the country quit their jobs in droves right now, right? Hell, where I'm working, a bunch of people already put their two-week notice in if they didn't just outright quit on the spot. Because my old job, I've been talking to a couple of the co-workers from there, or former co-workers from there, and they're telling me that people are quitting in droves there. But then again, it's a restaurant gig, and those jobs suck dick to begin with. So, it's very interesting to see how many people just aren't vaccinated and just outright refuse to get it. And I'm with them. Fuck you. Quite frankly, if the government hadn't tried to push this so hard, I probably would have gotten it. Because, you know, I'm a Trump guy. This is uh, one of the vaccines Trump said to get. So, you know, I'd see my doctor, talk to them about getting it, and then get it. But the fact the government's working so hard to tell me that I have to get it is making me go, fuck you, bitch, I ain't getting it. That goddamn simple. Fuck you. Anyway, government said, hey, Big Pharma, we'll get you X amount of numbers. And X amount of money because these people aren't getting vaccinated. Not enough people are getting vaccinated to meet the quota the government gave to Big Pharma. Now Big Pharma's like, hey, where's these numbers, bro? Where's this money, bro? And now they're starting to panic. Because they're like, fuck, we don't, we're not meeting the quota we said we would. And now the companies are breathing down our fucking neck. So now we gotta make a fucking authoritarian mandate. And that's just destroying this country even further. And you deputize all these fucking people who are just going around throwing a fucking hissy, bitchy, little cunt fit about it. It's just really adding to the factoring of this country. I almost don't even think we live in in America anymore. I don't think we live in the same country that we did just four years ago. Either way, it's safe to say that the world we were born into no longer exists. Like, at all. And I can't help but feel that Civil War is right around the corner. Actually, a recent article was talking about that, saying that there was a Civil War, Trump supporters would win in a landslide victory. And that was from The Intercept, I believe. A very liberal publication. And I think they're right. Hey, let's get into that other article. You ready for this clown world shit? From CNS News. Over 20% of CNN MSNBC viewers think COVID mortality rate is five times higher than reality. Not only are American adults who watch CNN MSNBC more likely to overestimate the percentages of people who die from COVID-19 than are fans of Fox News and Newsmax, they're also more prone to believe that COVID-19 mortality rates 
are more than five times higher than what it actually is. A survey of a thousand U.S. adults conducted on August 26th and 29th, 2021, by Rasmussen reports uh, respondents were asked, quote, what percentage of people diagnosed with COVID-19 do you believe have died from the disease? According to John Hopkins University, the COVID-19 case mortality rate and the percentages of people diagnosed, diagnosed patients who have died of the disease is 1.6%. Of all the people diagnosed with COVID, not even 2% of them died. And mind you, there are massive, massive high numbers of cases reported that COVID was the death when it wasn't COVID that killed them. We've seen misreporting of COVID mortality rates and people who died from COVID versus people who died with COVID. So you take that into account with the less than 2% of people who died in the whole of the country diagnosed with COVID, 1.6% died. Ooh, but be scared. Kill the economy. Shut down local businesses and make mom and pop broke and penniless. Obesity kills more Americans every fucking year than this goddamn virus did. Fully, 64% of regular CNN viewers and 62% of those who rely on MSNBC or uh, NPCBC news overestimate COVID mortality rates compared to 50% of Newsmax followers and 56% of Fox News fans. Less than half of 48% of those who don't watch any cable news overestimate the likelihood of dying from COVID-19. Likewise, more views of Newsmax, 40%, and Fox News at 34% correctly estimate the COVID-19 mortality rates than viewers of CNN or MSNBC at 22 and 24%, while 38% of those who don't watch cable news at all, accurately estimate the mortality rate as less than 2%. Fascinating. CNN and MSNBC viewers were also more likely to think COVID-19 mortality rate is more than five times the actual rate. Here, 22% of CNN viewers and 23% of MSNBC view, uh, news followers said they thought the death rate is higher than 10% instead of less than 2%. Meanwhile, 17% of Fox News Channel viewers and 18% of Newsmax viewers said that they thought the rates were over 10%. About two-thirds, 66% of Democrats, overestimated the risk of dying from COVID-19 compared to approximately half of the Republicans at 49% and the others at 52%. According to Rasmussen analysis, the disparity between the two parties is likely a result of their preference in news outlets. They just admit that Fox News is more accurate and honest than CNN, Rasmussen. Was that a subtle confirmation of that shit? Because quite frankly, I didn't get my news from either of these assholes. I got it off the CDC its fucking self. And I did follow the WHO. I don't trust WHO. We, when they got caught cooking the numbers for China, I was like, eh, fuck them. Quote, Perhaps because of the different choices in news media consumption, Democrats are significantly more likely than other Americans to overestimate the death risk from COVID-19. 28% of Democrats think more than 10% of people diagnosed with COVID-19 have died from the disease. More than five times the actual mortality rate. Just 14% of Republicans 
and the una, unaffiliated believe that COVID-19 mortality rate is over 10%. So, interesting little article there. Again, I, I can't necessarily say that I blame the people who watch these news outlets and get their opinions from it. I, they shouldn't be assuming consuming just those. Hell, if you watch just C-SPAN, you'll get a much better, a better and accurate representation of what's actually going on in the fucking world, especially in the political realms. However, panic porn as Mar would put it, sold hard. These news outlets saw that fear of COVID-19 drove up ratings, and by God, did they drive up those fucking ratings, man. They peddled fear porn. Remember uh, Liam's election? They had the death counter in the corner of the screen that was they got rid of because people started putting pressure on them because it was full of bullshit numbers that had no correlation or facts and sources behind any of them? By the COVID death counter at the corner of the news screen on CNN and MSNBC at all hours of the fucking day. Yeah, no wonder their viewers were fucking terrified. Hope you've enjoyed this food for thought. That being said, I am your host, James Madison. This has been Inside Four Walls, and I'll see you lovely people back here at 1 o'clock.